podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? Someone else should have been done with the welcome to the podcast instead of me. Welcome to the movie, movie, podcast, everyone. I don't remember what happens after that. Well, that's too bad because we're going to keep going from there. (laughs) Isn't this wonderful? I am your host, Tiggs, and you just heard Russ. I tried, you guys. I tried. (laughs) And we've also got Peter. Oh, laughter truly is the best medicine. (laughs) And Alec. Uh, I'm going to make a doctor out of you. (laughs) Oh, and that's that's Alex giving us a little bit of a teaser about what we're about to do right now. Alex, why don't you keep going on that route and tell us what we watched and over, why and, and why and who? Well, oh gosh. So this feels like a million years ago that that we chose this. Um, but you know, right now uh, in this time of crisis, uh, we are turning to those. That, that take care of us, uh, the medical professionals. And we thought, what what film could we watch that would do them justice and and really give us a a look into the uh, the sacrifice and the uh, the honor that they had? Um, and that was too hard. So instead, we watched Patch Adams. <laughs> uh, holy shit! Finding movies about like doctors and nurses. Is actually a whole lot more difficult than I thought it was going to be. I agree. Yep. Because it's either like really schlocky inspirational films, like the Cuba Gooding Jr. Ben Carson movie. Wait, oh, which one is that? Or, well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, like, we had a whole master list that was like, a lot of this doesn't feel interesting. I was very close to just being like, let's just do Doc Hollywood, and maybe that'll be fun. Um, yeah. And then I decided not to watch Doc Hollywood. The other thing. Uh, we should have done Dr. T and the Women. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Well, we, we, we um, had taken out, like, psychiatrists and psychologists from the, oh, like, what... the list. And I feel what like if we had those thing? there, we would have had a lot of fun movies. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I did watch both Analyze This and Analyze That in the past week. <laughs> That's not good. It's a fun time. Uh. Uh, so, uh, Russ, uh, why don't you give us a rundown on Patch Adams? Sure. Patch Adams. Uh, the true story of a heroic man, Hunter Patch Adams, determined to become a medical doctor because he enjoys helping people. He ventured where no doctor had ventured before, using humor and pathos, directed by Tom Shittyak. Shitty hack. I remember this movie being kind of a bomb and a bit like a letdown and like no one really liked it but i couldn't remember why you're also thinking of jack but that's just because they were kind of i think think they tried to if i if memory serves i used to be a big entertainment weekly head um i think they were trying to position this as uh as either a best picture or um or best actor nomination for him yeah. After hunting, oh, you can tell. So, yeah. so it, it it feels like a shitty Golden Globe movie. Um, but you you can tell, like it came out Christmas Day. I I saw this shit in theaters, Same. bro. And it, I at the, when when I was like fourteen, 
13 and 14 was probably when I started going to see a lot of movies by myself. And I started to have experiences that were just that I didn't enjoy, like Call the Conqueror and this. Because uh, when you're younger, you go to the movies, you pretty much like anything you're going to see. Right. And I remember going and seeing this. And first of all, just being fucking bored. Yeah. This movie's boring. And it's like two hours. And I don't know if I'm not mature enough to like this, but this movie sucks ass. And then I watched it, I don't know, 23 years later, and it's still a piece of shit. It's still- this yeah. movie's not it's- super salty. It, 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 <laughs> Robin, like, it's too, it's, I don't know. We, somebody else start talking. I need to so it doesn't thoughts. really, it's weird because it starts off really well in my mind. Like, it begins, which I totally forget, it begins with him in a mental institution. Yeah. And, and that kind of inspires him the way he sees that doctors there aren't helping anyone and the way he helps people. And he feels like he, Ooh, he, he has a purpose again. Yeah, he feels he has a purpose again. If you really just like, just through humor and through like connecting to people to find out what's wrong with them in a different other way instead of just treating them like a list of symptoms or like the picture next to a definition in a textbook. And and it's and it starts off in this interesting place, and then when he goes to medical school, it completely screeches to a halt of anything interesting. And I think the chief culprit of that reason is that the main female character, played by Monica Par- Potter, is a nothing. Char- they give her nothing to work with. Nothing, nothing at all. Oh. Uh, I remember, I remember being a kid thinking, "Oh man, this girl is like lame," and n- not without really having the critical lens to think, "Well, she's not lame. She just has give, been given literally nothing to do, right? Yeah, except be kind of a stick in the mud, which sucks. Like that's a really shitty thing to do to the only woman in the movie who actually has a, a solid motivation." For being the way she is, but it's they yeah. it's two lines yeah. that, that they mentioned. She's like, um, there's two girls in this whole effing place, so I don't get the luxury of being a goddamn woman like you. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, uh, but her character doesn't really play that way. She just says it once, and then you're supposed to know everything about her. Yeah. It's dumb. And then they murder her. Which is, <laughs> Let's so... Let's not forget. This is that but does also, actually happen I, to someone in his life, right? And, and but it sure. was it, but it wasn't actually like a love interest of, of his in a life. Like but so, that's the thing. They shoehorn that awful. ending into a character that doesn't exist for no reason. And, and it's like this is this is a uh, uh, based on true events, which means literally nothing. Right. You could have done whatever the hell you wanted. That had no place move yeah. at all. I get that you want to try to make him a little bit more serious. But, but the thing is, if you look at the three different arcs of the three different beats of Robin Williams in this movie, the first Robin Williams is in in the mental hospital is like uh, dramatic Robin Williams, mm-hmm. a Robin Williams that people tend to like. He does a good job at that. Then for like the middle hour and in twenty minutes, he's he's fucking the he's genie from Aladdin, and that's. Fuck, that's way too far. I get using humor and connecting with people, but I'm like, this guy's acting like a fucking idiot. Like, like, like I, and, 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 I found and, myself and then agreeing with the authorities. authority figure. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I felt like the man watching this movie. Um, but he, he goes to 
Yes. I was waiting. I was but he's acting way. like a fucking idiot. And then they're like, oh, we got to make him serious. Let's kill the woman. Yeah. This shit. I, I would it's, much it's rather offensive. watch her movie. Yes. Yeah. With him as like the foil, this fucking idiot who's getting in my way. Who, who's a sociopath? Like he's 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 psychotic. He's like on a like he he's on like a manic high in the middle of the hour. And yes, it's like, he, yeah, he's bi- he's definitely bipolar. Um, and he was borderline stalky as fuck in the beginning. Oh yeah, <laughs> I just and like the they do uh, a job of balancing it because. No. You, you see, you see. There's two camps. There's like nurses and patients who love him, and then there's the the oh, dean that doesn't like him. Yeah. And and Philip Seymour Hoffman. And then there's him in the middle. I'll get to Philip Seymour Hoffman in a second. And then there's him in the middle. But there's almost too much of it that you don't you don't really get why everyone thinks he's doing good because it's just bits in the movie. Right. Yeah, he, he's not he's not do he's not doctoring at all. He's just like, oh, you're you're gonna die of cancer. Well, what do I do? It's like yeah, I'm still dying. And can I say his his comedy is hacked too? Yes. Like, like, let's not, like, like it looks that. like, like someone doing a rock comedy, play. It's not good. Yeah. No, I gotta say, it's a rock. It's it, it's so bad. Most of the movie, like, it feels like it's like tugging at the heartstrings or trying to so much that could have been written by like Dan Ogleman back in like, years ago, like. <laughs> Yeah, that's this is how the movie plays off to me. But and can but can we also all agree that him getting his nickname of Patch is worse than Chewie getting his nickname in Star, Star Wars: A Han Solo? Yeah, oh, or God. Solo. Why? why? Solo getting, they or make Solo getting his yeah. Yeah. It's so <laughs> weird how much he just gets attached to it. When, like Hunter, yeah. call me Patch. <laughs> And all he did was like fix one guy's cup. And then that guy like was just like, "Oh, you can see the world correctly." Maybe it happened that way. I don't yeah. know. So, so going back to like uh, the Monica Potter character, as you said, like granted, this might have happened with someone, and they embellished it. But after she dies, it's not anything about her death that affects the plot at all. It's like her funeral happens, and then no one gives a shit about it. No one. It's not like that. It that. Is barely even what kicks off the rest of it. Like it is, it feels like it was just there to be a big moment, and then the movie completely forgets about her. Yeah. Oh yeah, because then he gets like kicked out again, right? Yeah. And like that plot line comes back, and I'm like, wait a minute, we don't even get to sit with like. So you killed her for like dramatic effect, but then there's no dramatic effect. So yeah. you literally just killed her. Yeah. Yeah. It had no it had no impact on the rest of the film. And I remember feeling weird about that was like one of the first times as a kid I'm like, what the fuck was that? And then I was hoping like I I was waiting this whole time to get to that scene to see if it made more sense and I just get it now that I'm a grown up. Nope. It's just fucking dumb. Yeah. Um Yeah. And they and they also like hint about her having like a history of like sexual abuse and stuff like that mm-hmm. and yes. it's like whoa movie yeah but for like to no end to to for no growth or no learning it's just so weird um uh t- I, oh i have two things uh one well, first of all no. as I mentioned before philip seymour hoffman kills that character though yeah, he's he really good yeah. he's really yeah, really he good. Is great. I- 
I miss that dude because he, he kind of almost has an. What were you saying, Alex? Uh, he almost kind of has like an accent too, of like, uh, like, oh, I'm like, like, like he's got like the preppy movie villain Perfectly. accent. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, he's yeah, he 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 kills being annoyed, and his like blow up speech explaining to Patch like why he's so angry, and then his also his apology to Patch. Every one of those scenes is so good. Yeah. No. Uh, he, yeah, he, he, Legitimately, he's legitimately yeah, busy yeah. after. Yeah, but yeah, I was watching it. I'm like, wow, is he about to elevate this movie from a complete and utter piece of dog shit? No, because he disappears. Could... Yeah, it, it's a really, really, really lame movie. And... Yeah, it's weird that three years after this, that there, I, I was watching this and especially not really remembering how the whole story kind of like unfolds. It's oddly si- similar to. Uh, a big swing and a miss for Jim Carrey, another big movie comedian like Robin Williams. When Rob, when he did, when he did the majestic, the majestic? Oh, the majestic. yeah. Oh, that was uh, you, you, you fucking ripped that thought out of my brain because I was sitting there like, yeah, this feels like that. It, it, it's it, 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 like they're trying to do, and the thing is, they've done it. They've done like dramatic roles that worked. Yeah, and it's like they they kind of they kind of kept going back to that well until there was nothing left there. Yeah, and, and they're both movies about a a newcomer coming into an area, forcing some interesting inspiration and change, and then ending in a courtroom drama where that you have like scene the nose thing. So weird. <laughs> oh, yeah, also really weird. I cannot believe they do a miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. But like the thing that gets me, and I. I like wrote it down. Uh, the the logic in the courtroom scene like makes no sense, and they're basically like, uh, "You were practicing medicine without a license. Uh, that shit's illegal." Yeah, that's and, the end of it. And then, and then, yes. it's, you use that line of logic on something we were talking about earlier. Okay. You stole a PS4, and then your retort is, "Well, what is stealing? <laughs> is that taking something that belongs to someone else purely for my own enjoyment? Well, if that's illegal, lock me up." Yeah, it's illegal. Okay, yeah, then you're getting like, locked up. <laughs> his logic made no fucking sense. Like, that's not society. Now you're, you're talking like a fucking lunatic. And if you don't want to live in society, fine, go for it. Get the fuck out of here. But you're not bringing anybody with you. What a fucking... Like, um, you can't do that. Like, what a... What a stupid-ass movie. I yeah, wish can, I watched... can we talk about... Can we please talk about the spaghetti... Oh my god. I wanna change spaghetti. Oh god. I forgot about that. <laughs> that's a that's a nightmare. Like right there. Like I'm never gonna not be able to see that when I close my eyes. Oh, what god. a weird what a weird choice to be like, alright, the culmination of this movie is going to be Robin Williams in the in the old rapping rapping grandma from uh Wedding. What's Wedding, it? Uh, what are you singer? Uh, like doing snow angels in spaghetti. And, and, and once again, that's so weird because it comes off of Philip Seymour Hoffman killing that speech. Like yeah, I, can, yeah. I know, I know all these things. I know what you do, but I can't make her eat. I can't, I can't bring her Great into speech. a pool of spaghetti. Yeah, he crushes that scene, and then it's like, and then Patch Adams is like, "Have you tried a spaghetti pool?" <laughs> Which has anyone looked up if like, the Gazoon tight is like still open or what's going on with? That? I don't know. Well, I, I did. Um, 
And it's a big reason why the real Patch Adams had a lot of hate for this movie. Because they did he felt that they they took all they like took his whole life threw all this money at a million different places like this is one of this is like a movie that uh, Robin Williams was paid like 18 million dollars for and he's like you threw 18 million dollars at Robin Williams to play play me what does that do for my clinic or my patients like why are you throwing all these millions and millions and millions of dollars at all these different things we need spaghetti yeah <laughs> our spaghetti pools are empty Maybe he should have uh, should have like uh, had a lawyer look over that contract or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, man, kind on you, bro. Yeah, um, I've said this a few times, but it this movie in retrospect feels like one of the trailers for the movies at the beginning of, of Tropic Thunder. Oh, totally. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem real at all, and I'm like, I'm actually like blown away that this was made. Well, how much of that is actually that this movie particularly sparked a whole type of fake trailer joke? Did it? This True. feels like the Rosetta Stone uh, for that bit. <laughs> yeah. You don't get those without this. But, yeah, it is just a, a, a top-to-bottom fucking shit burger. Yep. And I thought it would be funny to watch. Like yeah. a good bad, and maybe it would have been if I watched it with somebody. But to watch this movie alone, I actually woke up early one day because I was like, "This will not fuck up a day of mine. It will not ruin like when it's nice out outside. I will wake up at six a.m. and this movie will be over at eight a.m. and then I will live my goddamn life. This will not ruin my day. That's too early to watch this. It's too early. For I, I wake. I Rob Williams. I wake up early. Yeah, no, it was it was it was shitty, but I didn't want to have to sit down at like one o'clock or two and watch this, and then like have my afternoon be fucked. I was like, I'll do this before I do anything else, and it, I will forget it even happened. Yeah, and I did in many ways. <laughs> really, really yeah. thought it was gonna be fun. Nope, it's nope, not. Even. It wasn't. Yeah, this I is a hard. Had some hope this is a it. hard pass. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but again, I think maybe with people, you can kind of mystery science this a little bit, but by yourself, this is just torture. It's just like sad. Because uh, you, you've got, you've got no one to like, like, to put all your like confused rage at. Like, mm-hmm. like when he like tickles a kid and goes, bee kisses, there's no one for you to turn to someone and go, ew. <laughs> I hated that. Very fair point, Alex. Very fair if point. If I was in a hospital, I would be like, "Get this bitch out of my out of my fucking room." Right? If, I would have been in the room saw... 305 Only I wouldn't have ever come around. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. If you saw a guy in a ward of <laughs> like 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 that seems dangerous. Like this is you'd call the police. Like what year something. did this no. take place in, and and when did like malpractice suits really become a normal thing? Was it because of this? <laughs> Well, it was 1969 is the movie to 1972. But at one point he calls out malpractice. He just goes, malpractice is something that could be going to like, like they try having an agenda sometimes where they just say something in a weird expository line uh, and then completely drop it for the schmaltz. <laughs> it d- yeah, anyway. that does happen like a whole lot of times. And then it's just like, yeah, he puts on like a red nose and was like, oh, I guess that was that, was that whole thing. 
All right. Let's. Does anyone have any right. final words on Patch Adams, or can we put the close the book on that one? On the, uh, I didn't like his improv gun when he was shooting the squirrels. Oh no, <laughs> definitely not. No, that's not that's not a gun. But also, uh, okay. Last thing, like all of the depictions of mental illness were seven thousand percent offensive. Oh, because Michael Michael Jeter. Okay, he's seeing things that aren't there, which is he. Seeing shit that's not there, I can't remember the difference, which one of his voices in your head and which one is seeing stuff. Uh, but needless to say, he's seeing things that aren't there. That doesn't mean you can then come in and imagine other things for him to see. That's not how that works. Right. Like, he sees what he sees because it's, it's a fucking chemical reaction happening in his brain making him see shit. If you say something's over there, he's not going to say, oh, it is. You fucking moron. This movie is shit, and everybody... Uh, it, it, oh, it, I, I was angry right for a jump. And the music swells a lot. I didn't like that either. <laughs> this movie sucks. Whew. Let's get out. All right, let's move on then. Um, Pete, you are uh, yeah. junior. Uh, speaking of something that is painfully not funny, I watched 1994's Junior, uh, the follow-up to Twins, uh, Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger starring quote-unquote comedy. Um, that comedy part, duo. Yeah. As part of a fertility research project, a male scientist agrees to carry a pregnancy in his own body. This movie is genreless. It is just, it's almost like they were like, just what, if, yeah, what if Arnold pregnant and they didn't write a genre on top of that? Whoa, 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 whoa. Jokes. What, if, what if Arnold? What if Arnold pregnant? I, I have a question. What if Arnold pregnant? What if Arnold pregnant? And what if Danny DeVito was a gynecologist? If that's not the worst possible career for a Danny DeVito type, I feel like that is the joke. No, that's not a strong enough. Jo- it's like, not. You're, you're, nobody's good. strong enough. No, there, this it, it's a good place to start, but you have to do something with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I the, remember. I remember seeing this on TV. I didn't see it in the theaters, but I was like, "Is this a drama? Or is it funny? Or what?" Because it's not. It's it's just long. It's just long. If I remember, I, that was my thing with movies even as a kid. I'm like, if you're over 90 minutes and I'm not laughing or saying, "Oh, cool," then your movie sucks. Right. Yeah. It, yep. It's about an hour fifty, which is odd for this type of movie in 1994. It's just like, as I said, it just. It's when Arnold's pregnant. It's not silly. How old and it's is twins? It's not like it's not <laughs> saying anything about like gender roles. It, every once in a while, it will make a mention, but it's not. As I said, it's not funny and it's not poignant. It's it's so down the middle of doing nothing with it. It's such a bummer. It's so uninteresting. Um, and then also Emma Thompson plays the uh, female lead. And she's like another scientist that's taking over their labs, and she and Arnold kind of flirt, and then it turns out it was her egg that Danny DeVito stole. Um, yeah, Jan- Danny DeVito also steals an egg. Um, so she is like, first of all, clumsy and scatterbrained. It's that like exact offensive, intelligent female character. Smart, but she's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Right. It's so, it's so, so, so annoying. And that was the thing I, this, this was, uh, something I before, before we started recording. This is something that kind of 
drove me crazy. Uh, I, I, I expect a round of applause for this uh, statement in a little bit. Looking through all the list of movies that we, list that we like wrote out, and all the sort of doctors' movies that we could watch, none of them were about women. Who? Huh. Women? Where are they? After watching Patch Adams and then Junior, I was like, you know what, fuck it. I will watch another movie for this topic, and by God, it will have a strong female character who is a doctor or a nurse, and I found zero. Uh... Yeah. Um, once again, nobody talk as all the listeners are uh, standing applauding me for, for my brave stance. Um, it was it's so – it's wild. I don't get it. it it's – I mean, how, how was many – Was that a door sound effect or was that actually a door? I think that's just headed outside. Yeah, it actually a like how many how many women have played like nurses in action movies? Uh, Russell, I think Russell should get this. Movie. Yep, thank you. <laughs> Just getting. Just... Yeah, well, thankfully uh, Tiggs meticulously meticulously edits these podcasts. Um, I do what now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. I, like, so many times I was saying, like, doctors and nurses, uh, female doctors and nurses have been, like, the sidekicks in action movies that aren't really about doctors or nurses, but they've been played by Denise Richards in The World Is Not Enough. Ooh, like, yeah, I forgot about that. I was so, as I said, Junior was playing, Emma Thompson comes on, I was like, oh my god, I'm so mad, I need to find a movie with, with like, an intelligent woman for this, and I was like, I couldn't find one. I was driven insane. Oh. The more I think about what the movies that we watch, the more we should just watch Austin Powers for Dr. Evil. Um, <laughs> anything else uh, you want to say about Junior, Pete, or do you want no, to just leave it there? If you have a sick fascination to track it down online, go right ahead. But I, Once again, it's nothing. It's yeah. not It's not interesting. It's just, it just exists. And no, it's... Uh, I do not have a sick fascination, but so... That's, <laughs> um... Tiggs, you watched something, correct? I did. I watched Awakenings because I wanted to keep that Robin Williams doctor. Um, so this is uh, uh, Robin Williams and Robert. De- uh, and so what happens is that there's... Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen uh, epidemic of, of encephalitis that uh, um, or like a, this one kid from the Bronx who ends up at Robert De Niro uh, goes into a catatonic state and stays in that catatonic until Robert or until uh, Robin Williams comes in and basically starts administering L-dopa to them to, and has like a curative effect um, and uh, until it doesn't anymore and they start getting like uh, kind of receding back and going back to that catatonic state ends up being very depressing um, but also actually a pretty good movie. Um, this was directed by Penny Marshall as well. So, uh, and nominated for a couple of Oscars, including I think Dinro got a nod. Uh, best Actor uh, was nominated for Best Picture and Best Screenplay. Um, I gotta say, I had never seen this before. Um, and after seeing Patch Adams, I was just like, I will, like, if you're gonna watch Robin Williams in a doctor, it, he can't just be, it can't just be like, playing to the lowest common denominator and like trying to make me cry all the time and like actually just like give me a dramatic performance. and that's what this was it was it was good dramatic performance by everyone in the cast um and like a good story uh, that's also like based on events i don't know how true uh maybe possibly as true as the patch adams um but if you have like the two hours for it and you know you want to kind of want to watch rather depressing but also at the same time you can do a lot worse <laughs> 
somehow this was a movie that my very, very uh, religious Catholic high school made me watch in my senior year uh, religion class, Death as a Fact of Life. I I don't know how, I don't remember how it, it applied, but I got to watch it in school, so I liked it. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, this this plays like a movie that would totally be showed to like high school classes. Um, it's it is it's rather like again I was like it's depressing to like watch Robert Nero who does like a, you know decent job I think um, uh, like kind of go from the catatonic state into like a conscious state like meet a girl like his mom has kind of also been there the entire time and start to be like sorry mom I gotta I'm trying to go out with this girl right now you know while he's still living like the hospital. Um, to like slowly receding back into the state that he was before getting angry. Mother's like never leaving. Like, what does he do without me? You know, having his, it's, it's, it's tough. I'm not going to lie, but it's very good. Um, oddly enough, Robin Williams has played a doctor a lot. (laughs) As a quick game, can anyone else name another film where Robin Williams played a doctor? Uh, um, Death to Smoochie. No, uh, (laughs) was he a doctor? Like not, uh, we're not oh, counting when oh, he's nine like a months. therapist, right? Yes, he is. The, he is a, 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 a OBGYN. I and, always put nine months and junior together in my head because they yeah. came out like they came out like a part, but I don't know. I feel like for some reason, like, when we were talking about junior before, I was picturing the poster to nine months in my head. So that's, <laughs> yeah, Russ, uh, you were about to say uh, where he's the he's therapist. A, uh, well, no, that's. That's Goodwill Hunting. Yes, but uh, he's a—is he a doctor in Flubber? Um, no, he's yes, sir. But he's a science guy. Track. There are um, two more. Really, at least my counting. Yeah, um, this one you wouldn't—you re- wouldn't remember he's a doctor because it's really only the opening ten minutes that that would be important. Um, it's only important in the first ten minutes because he spends the rest of the movie dead. Anyone know what movie I'm talking about? That- uh, the world's the dad movie. Uh, no, what the fuck is it? It's not uh, the world's best dad. No, no. Um, uh, it dogs. It co-stars Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, what dreams may come. Oh, oh Lord, he wow. was on. Forgot about that movie completely. I think the pediatric surgeon in Dreams May Come. Yeah, I think he did that. Um, the, the shitty movie we just talked about earlier. And Bicentennial Man, all in like the same like eighteen month stretch. Uh, don't forget about Jacob the Liar. Oh yeah, yeah. he was swinging for globe fences left and right. After Goodwill Hunting, his string of films were What Dreams May Come, Patch Adams, Shit. Jacob the Liar, Shit. Bicentennial Man. Yeah, wild. That is, those are a bunch of Golden Globe turds. Yeah. And that's when he says, fuck it, I give up. I'm going to play a crazy person. And he does One Hour Photo, Death to Smoochie, Insomnia, all back to back. Uh, Death to Smoochie. How we haven't figured out how to make that into one of our themed podcasts we did. It, it is beyond. We have to figure out how to get Death to Smoochie in there. Wait, what was the <laughs> That final, movie is what's fucking What's the final good. Doctor movie, Robin Williams? Uh, the other one, the Doctor in the Kenneth Branagh directed Dead Again. Hmm. That one. No, that's that's why that's I didn't count that one. No one would figure that one. Gotta be. Also with Emma Thompson. Yeah. But that's weird how many times he's played a doctor. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there's one that we're not thinking of and he was a doctor then. I'm sure yeah, exactly. Well uh, he, Aladdin. A search engine. Anything. 
He plays a search engine called Dr. No, uh, K-N-O-W, in AI Artificial So he did Bicentennial Man and AI? Wow. Yeah, that's the voice performance. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think that's our, uh, doctor, our doctor stuff. Uh, Alex jumped off the call out of the work emergency. I was about to ask if Alex was still on this call. Nope, uh, Alex Covios left. Yeah. We'll, we'll edit it. We'll edit it. Well, that's too bad. If he's if he's not here, he's not going to be able to tell us where we can find him online. Oh, but you can find us on the web at movementmovepodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at movementc. Oh, no, you can't. But you can find Russ at Rust Incredible on all yeah, social media platforms. You can find Peter as Funky Vankman or from Funky Vankman. Yes, yeah, Pete Peter Petey. You can find him as Funky Vankman on Letterboxd. <laughs> um, you can find me as Johnny Tiggs on whatever I'm on, which is not much. Um, still have to sign up for Letterboxd. Bye. Um, did, did, did he mention in his text where you can find him online? He uh, did it. He did it. I think that's why he jumped off. Oh. We should probably just share his personal email address, though. <laughs> That's oh okay. That that's gonna be that's next week. We're, yeah, if he doesn't have one by next week, then I think we should share his personal email address, uh, social security number. At we yeah, just, yeah. We'll, we'll the first at least the first letter of it. Yeah, then, if Alan doesn't set up a simple social media account, we will fully dox him. Yeah. Also, All right, cool. even if we did give out his email address, it's not like he would check it anyway. Gotcha. Oh. Alex. Um. And that is it for us this time. Uh, so we will be back next week with a brand new installment of the movie podcast. Bye. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, uh, race issues next week. I know it's weird that we're dropping this one, uh, but this was an old one. Uh, we'll be there. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs>